Hey guys, welcome back to the Major League Anime Podcast, where we talk about everything surrounding the culture of anime, gaming, and manga. And I switch the order of that every time I say it. Anime, gaming, manga, gaming, manga, anime, same shit. Pokemon today, so part of my language I should not be swearing because it is a game that is marketed towards children, but I am Oh my god, sorry, uh, rest in peace to headphone users Yesterday on May 29th 2018 um, Nintendo officially confirmed Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee the two new uh, Nintendo Switch games that have been teased and have been leaked and now they're officially confirmed and I have a lot of details about these games to go over today. First thing is that like the... I'm gonna go over all the leaks and what they did confirm and every everything that they said was true and I want to dive into it a little bit more. But first of all, the game is a reimagining of Pokemon Yellow version which came out 20 years ago so this game is kind of like a 20th anniversary um, celebration of Pokemon Yellow which was originally for I believe the I don't know if it was for the original Game Boy or the Game Boy Color I know I played it on Game Boy Color I don't know which console not console which uh, I guess it's a hand it's a console which console it was technically for um, but it is technically a generation one game and we are now at generation of seven generation seven of Pokemon so and the last Gen 1 remake was Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green, which came out uh, in 2004. So, like, honestly, the first con actual console Pokemon game that's not on a handheld system. Um, well, that's an RPG anyway, because we've had other, like, fighting games, like Pokemon Tournament and stuff like that. But this game has been a long time coming, and I'm super, super friggin' excited for it. Um, but yeah, so it is a RPG game, but for those of you Pokemon Go fans, which is a mobile app, uh, it is being heavily influenced by that app, and there's going to be a lot of inter... inter uh, sorry, I can't talk again. I think that's a common theme among every podcast, is I get tongue-tied and then I can't talk. Anyway, moving on. Um, there is going to be a lot of influence from the mobile app game, um, which is going to take place in the Nintendo Switch game and that's gonna involve the motion sensors and the Joy-Con controllers and everything like that. We're gonna get more into it but first of all I want to go into all of the leaks that were previously mentioned last week and you can see there there's videos about the leaks because they are from leakers that are very credible that leaked knowledge about Pokemon Sun and Moon and past games that have been correct so even though they weren't confirmed by Nintendo in any in any sort of way until yesterday um, these leaks are, were said to be very credible, and now, just looking at the trailer for the new Pokemon games, uh, it just proves that. So, going through all of the leaks, first thing is first, 
they said that Pokemon... Okay, first we got the logos, which were legit. I don't know who originally leaked the logos, but the logos were spot on. It was the actual logo. And similarly, a couple years ago, we got the logos for Pokemon Sun and Moon before they came out. And everybody thought they were fake at first, but then they ended up being confirmed, I'm pretty sure, a day later after they were leaked. Um, so the logos were legit, and they looked pretty cool. Um, I will say I thought they were really childish, and I think a lot of people were hesitant because it didn't really follow the format of like you know like red blue ruby sapphire black white like opposites um it, it's a whole new series it's pokemon let's go and it it sounds very childish and like to be honest from the trailer it does look very childish but i'm fucking hyped nonetheless and anyway i'm getting off topic again um, we're gonna talk about the leaks. So I'll talk about all the game mechanics and like all of everything that we've learned from the trailer later. But first of all, going in order of the leaks that we learned before the trailer was actually announced. First, we heard that it was a remake of Pokemon Yellow. That is completely legit. That is confirmed. The second one is that there were two versions, which it, again is confirmed. We got uh, two different versions, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Uh, third one is that, okay, this one's a little bit iffy, I'm gonna kind of break this one down a little bit uh, later, but uh, when I talk about the character designs and everything like that, because it is a little complex and we didn't get that much information on the actual characters, but this is a, another leak from the same leakers, which everything else seems credible, so we obviously have reason to believe it, but I'm really confused by this one. So the leakers said that uh, Pokemon Trainer Red and Pokemon Trainer Blue, which if you remember from the original Pokemon Yellow game where you were red and your rival was blue, and then, uh, anyway, so we're getting off topic again. Red and blue play a crucial role in the story, but you are a new trainer. So that's basically inferring that you are not Pokemon Trainer Red, you are a completely new trainer. And we see in the trailer that there is a new, there's a boy trainer and a girl trainer. And I'm going to get more into the designs later because they they are very, both of them very reminiscent of Pokemon Trainer Red. Um, obviously the f Red has uh, previously always been a male because when the games came out you can only play as the male character. There was no option to be a boy or a girl, it was always just the boy character. Um, but even the girl character design does look a lot like the just a gender swap of Pokemon Trainer Red pretty much. But I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. Um, another thing that they talk about is that Pokemon Ride feature is uh, is coming back from Pokemon Sun and Moon. And that was very evident in the trailer. Like you see, you see the ride feature through the trainer riding on Charizard, which looked really, really cool. Like, and I'm gonna talk about Pokemon in the overworld um, later and all the designs and you see every like I'm pretty sure you see all 151 Pokemon throughout the game probably in the environment not just in battles and not just catching and from what we see in the trailer it looks super 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 good um, you always you also see the trainer um, surfing in the water on a Lapras which we've never seen before um, the last time we saw Lapras was probably in Pokemon um, silver and gold gen 2 and crystal and pretty much like whenever you surfed, um, the little sprite, no matter what Pokemon you were surfing on, you could be surfing on a fur alligator and it would look like your little trainer sprite was surfing on a Lapras. So it's really cool to see like an actual three-dimensional 
uh, really cool, like specific 3D, I guess, sprite of Lapras that you're riding on. And I guess, um, I wonder if there's going to be more uh, ride Pokemon for the water, if it's just going to be Lapras. Either way, it looks really cool. I'm really happy with how it turned out. Um, the other big thing, Pokemon Go integration. So we're going to get a little bit more into this later, but the creators of Pokemon Go are, are not Game Freak. Game Freak creates all of the actual core Pokemon games, whereas there's a separate company called Niantic, um, sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, that creates the Pokemon Go app. And apparently Niantic has been working together with Game Freak to create this game for the Switch. And it's very, very evident because you can see, I don't know if there's going to be actual traditional trainer battles when you're catching wild Pokemon, but from what we've seen in the trailer, uh, catching Pokemon, like the encounters of Pokemon, you see them in the overworld, first of all, which is a huge Switch. And uh, no pun intended because the game is for Nintendo Switch. But it is very different from what we're used to as Pokemon fans. And um, it's just, you see the Pokemon in the overworld, in the grass, and you don't run into them randomly. So it's not like you're walking in the grass, do 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 do, what the fuck, what did I just step on? And then, oh, wild Pokemon appeared. It's like, no, you can see them. You could probably avoid them and then only catch them if you want to. But I'm pretty sure the, the emphasis of this game is it's going to be very story driven. And it's not going to be about uh, team building. It's not going to, although it's an RPG game, it's not going to have the RPG mechanics of like, it's not going to focus so much anyway on like leveling up, training your Pokemon, fighting against wild Pokemon, uh, trainer battles, stuff like that. Although we do see trainer battles in the trailer. Um, I think because Pokemon Go is so heavily um, integrated into this game and there's such a connection between this game and Go, that the focus is really going to be on catching Pokemon. And you can see that in the trailer, that in the wild encounters, like I said, you see the, you don't just have random encounters with Pokemon in the wild. Um, you do see them, you probably, they probably do that because they want to push you to go catch them as opposed to avoiding them in past games like we have by using repel like items like repels and super repels because obviously wild encounters got very annoying especially in situations like when you're in a cave or like any sort of dungeons in the games but i think they really want to push like okay here's the pokemon in the overworld you can see what it is go fucking catch it like that's the whole point of this game we're giving you cool accessories like specifically for the point of catching because we want to make catching more interactive and cool and different like i don't know if there's going to be um, the whole process like in the past games where you have to you get an encounter with a Pokemon and you have to weaken it and then catch it and then I think from what we see because Pokemon Go is having such an influence on it they're st straight up using the mechanic where they're using the Joy-Con controller which has motion control in it and you are throwing it like a ball towards the screen and it you get the little circle around the Pokemon before you make contact with the Pokeball and catch it whatever and it straight up looks like you're playing Pokemon Go um, from the catching aspect of it. And like, I don't know how else to explain it, guys. Like the, me the mechanic is straight out of Pokemon Go. And uh, even to add on to that, moving on from that leak, because there is Pokemon Go integration confirmed. That was a little bit of a rant. Um, there is a new accessory, which is called the Pokeball Plus. Um, which was teased for Pokemon Go before, but either I don't know if it came out and it wasn't very successful or like if this is just like the final product of it. 
Um, it's basically a little Pokeball. You tap the ball, it lights up, it looks really cool. It doesn't look cheap. It looks like an actual nice piece of technology. Um, so I'm pretty pumped. I don't know if I'm going to get it, but um, it has a motion sensor in, in it. And basically, you use it just like you would use the Joy-Con controller. So you sync it to your game. Whenever you have an encounter with a Pokemon and you want to catch it, you would, like, obviously don't throw it at your fucking TV there, but you would hold it in your hand, throw it towards the TV so you get that, like, jerk in motion. And then through that, you would catch the Pokemon and basically um, you're able to transfer the Pokemon's data from the game into the ball, take it with you, and it has like speakers on it and you can hear it and I, I don't know if there's going to be mechanics within it where the Pokemon will gain experience and level up or if it's going to be a, kind of like a friendship mechanic. Um, much like the the accessory that you got with Pokemon Heart Gold, Soul Silver, where you can pretty much take a Pokemon on it with you and the more time you spend interacting with it outside of the game uh, with the device. You, the friendship level would increase and from that you receive more benefits and I don't know what the benefits are really going to be to be honest but anyway it's a cool little accessory and it's something that was teased in the leaks and again it is confirmed and the last leak is that the game was releasing this year and this is something that a lot of people didn't believe they're like no we haven't even like it's already May like we're nearing summer and we haven't had any information other than like bullshit leaks um, of the game come out yet. There's no way they're going to leak it and it's going to come out this year. Like it's going to come out in 2019. And the big fucking plot twist about this is that <laughs> basically this game is not a core series Pokemon game. So it is coming out this year. It's coming out in November of this year which is huge, that's very very soon, we have about 6 months before it comes out, so I'm very very excited. Uh, this is going to be the, this is the reason I'm going to buy a Switch, to be honest, I haven't gotten one yet, I got my PS4 and I don't have that much time for video games, like I have been playing quite a bit of games lately now that I have some free time, but not enough to justify me to buy a Switch, and honestly I'm not the type of person to uh, play games on the go like the the switch didn't appeal to me that much because I I'm not the type of person who's gonna play go on the, or Pokemon Yeah, I, I don't play Pokemon go first of all and I'm not gonna bring a handheld console with me like on the bus or whatever Like even when I play my 3ds. I'm sitting in bed playing it um, But the sorry I keep getting off topic guys. I'm really sorry I'm just really hyped and there's so much information coming in at once and I want to relay it to you as effectively as possible but I keep getting caught up in my own emotions and anyway the big kicker of this game uh, the big reveal is that this is obviously uh, an RPG game it is going to be story driven it is a remake of a core series Pokemon game which is first gen um, they're Implementing Pokemon Go mechanics into it, I've, I think it's going to be very, very, very obviously from what we see in the trailer, like extremely different from the past games and the fact that I don't think it's going to rely so much on gym battles, elite four, team building, competitive battling, stuff like that. I think it's really going to re rely on its multiplayer aspect, which was also revealed and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in more detail. I'll read exactly what uh, the official American Pokemon site posted about that but although it is an RPG and it is a remake of a core series game this is a spin-off game 
So, this comes out in 2019, and this is a remake of Gen 1. Everybody was expecting either Generation 8 coming out for the Switch, because Generation 7, um, Part 2 of Generation 7, that being Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, just came out last year. This year. It came out this year. Um, we were just confirmed that in 2019 we are going to get a new core series game. And the big kicker of this too is that we saw at the end, I'm going to get into a trailer breakdown in a little bit, but huge, huge news. Um, at the end of the Pokemon Let's Go trailer, it was revealed that a new Pokemon is coming. And everybody, from what I read online, my Twitter feed is blowing up uh, with information on this game. Everybody's thinking that this is going to be a new Pokemon that's going to kind of like segue us into Generation 8. And everybody, I think um, the mechanics in this game, like I said, it's a remake of an RPG. It's technically an RPG. I think it's going to be story driven. It's going to have a lot of the same story elements as the Gen 1 um, original game. But I think they're really trying to push um, new not so much newcomers to this game, I think it's a tribute uh, to the original Pokemon fans that played Gen 1, but also they're they're recognizing that Pokemon Go is super popular, it's super different than the core series games, and they're really trying to mix the two together and get the best of both worlds. And although it's different and people are going to be pissed off, um, I'm just hyped because, first of all, we're getting spoiled. Like, it is the best time in the world right now to be a Pokemon fan. We're getting this game, which is a it's going to be a fucking breath of fresh air. Um, and secondly, we're getting the core series game. And who knows if all these mechanics, like the catching mechanics and the accessory and like everything, like the art style is going to make its way into the next game. I feel like it's going to be a little bit different in the next game. And that's a topic for a whole new video. Um, but yeah, so like, like I said, before we get into the actual game mechanics. I just want to mention that although this game is an RPG and technically it's a remake of a core series game, it is considered to be a spin-off. So Nintendo did announce that, and quote by Nintendo, trainers can look forward to it even more with a new core series Pokemon RPG title in development for the second half of 2019. So we're thinking this is going to be Generation 8. A lot of people were hoping for a Diamond and Pearl remake, which is Generation 4, because we've gotten every remake up until then. Um, but presumably this is going to be a whole new roster of Pokemon, new characters, and a new region. But yeah, it is a, this is going to be a discussion for another day. I want to focus on what we know for the actual game in front of us right now, which is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. So, now, oh, I got a lot of freaking information for you guys. This is going to be a long one. I thought it was going to be a short one, but, ugh, fuck me. Okay. So, the trailer breakdown. I'm just going through my notes, guys, so sorry if it's a little bit choppy. Um, the trailer opens up with a kid on a bike playing Pokemon Go. So, you see him driving around town playing Pokemon Go. And the thing about this is that it, like, if it opens with this, obviously it really shows that the influence that it really shows the influence that Pokemon Go is going to have on the game, which it does, and you really see it later. And especially through all the mechanic mechanics that I just talked about, like, Pokemon Go is really being integrated into this game through its interaction being able to trade pokemon to and from it and that's another thing i didn't mention you can tr straight up tr transfer the data of pokemon you catch from pokemon go 
to the Switch game, and I'm sure you can do it vice versa. And I wonder if the Pokeball Plus device also interacts with Pokemon Go. I wonder if you can catch Pokemon on Go and put it straight to your Pokeball or whatever. I don't know what the point of that would be, to be honest. That was kind of a dumb assumption of me because your phone is already mobile. Um, but yeah, okay, from here, the kid is playing Pokemon Go. You see Pikachu running around in the real world with him. And then Pikachu jumps into the TV screen when he's at home. You see the Nintendo Switch. And then, boom, Nintendo Switch logo pops up. You see the reveal of Pokemon Trainer Red. He is a Pokemon Trainer Red-looking motherfucker, let me tell you. And But he might not actually be Pokemon Trainer Red. So like I said before, um, the leak that I talked about earlier, it tells us that you are a new trainer. And it tells us that Pokemon Trainer Red and Pokemon Trainer Blue are going to have a strong impact. They, they're going to have a strong impact on the story of the game. So that begs the question. This guy is a Pokemon Red looking motherfucker. The girl is a, basically a gender swap of Pokemon Red. And they don't look like the traditional Pokemon Red, like the Ken Sugimori designs, like even the cart. Even if you look on the Pokemon website, you see the cartoony designs that obviously look a lot, in my opinion, a lot better than the 3D designs, although these do look really good and polished. It's just, it's a really chibi looking. Uh, version of the character and it it's really reminiscent of Pokemon X and Y um, just a, a lot in a lot higher definition um, it does not look at all like the character designs from Pokemon Sun and Moon which um, I know it said it was a discussion for another day but I'm thinking that the core series next year is gonna have character designs that look more uh, greater scale they're gonna be more to scale real scale so they're not gonna be so chibi and they're gonna look more more like the sun and moon designs but they're gonna be polished and they're just gonna look better and be more fit for the switch you know what I mean um, anyway so these character designs look a lot like Pokemon trainer red and his female counterpart but it might not be red based on the leaks and I'm really really excited to find out more about the story, see if it's like a time skip. I know it's a retelling of Pokemon Yellow and it's a reimagination of that game, but I'm wondering if it'll be like that universe um, and if there's like sort of like a like a time skip and Pokemon Trainer Red and Blue are both within the story because we haven't seen any, any uh, Pokemon Trainer Blue yet. We've only seen the male and female character which again look very much like red. Anyway. There's uh, very little information on that, but the leak begs the question, like, are you Pokemon Trainer Red and the female counterpart, which would still be Pokemon Trainer Red, I guess, or maybe it's Pokemon Trainer Yellow, I don't know what the name would technically be, but... Or, are they a separate character, you're a completely new trainer, and they're playing a role in the story, and you interact with them in the story? I don't know, I'm really interested, and I'm pretty excited to find that out. Um, next... The Kanto region looks gorgeous, so you see Pallet Town, you see a little transition into other towns like the character walking around and the atmosphere changes, 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 different uh, towns and cities, whatever. It looks really, really good. The color palette is really nice and bright and the, the HD is insane. So even though the characters are not like to scale that they were in Sun and Moon, they look like chibi, they don't necessarily look worse. Like I don't think it's a step back, I think it's a step forward. Um, the artistic design is not my favorite, but again, I'm not going to get upset about this because, I, again, this is technically a spin-off game. So what we're getting for the next gen 
the core series Pokemon game, I'm guessing that's when they're really going to implement like more to scale designs and like it'll be less less integration of the catching of the Pokemon Go mechanics and stuff like that and yeah, sorry. Getting off topic again and I can't talk today. Um, next, the big thing, the big fan service moment that we saw. Just like in the original Pokemon Yellow game, Pikachu and Eevee, depending on the uh, version that you're going to get, will follow you. And not only follow you, but they ride on you. So like, I'm pretty sure Pikachu chills on your shoulder and Eevee will chill on top of your hat. And also, another big thing, like I said, wild Pokemon are in the overworld. I mentioned that earlier. You can see them chilling in the grass, so you're not walking around. Oof, what the fuck did I step on? Wild battle, a fucking Mankey appeared. No, you're going to see them. You're going to be able to decide, like, yeah, I see a Pokemon chilling in the grass. I'm going to go catch that bitch. Um, yeah, so I'm guessing it will only contain the first 151 Pokemon from Gen 1, aside from the new Pokemon that they are uh, introducing, because they did introduce at the end of the trailer that there is going to be a new Pokemon, and that is probably, again, going to be the lead into Gen 8. And... I'm calling it right now, because it is Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, as well as Pikachu, I think there is going to be a new Eeveelution in this game. I hope so, anyway. If not, that's fine. It's still going to be a really, really fun spin-off Pokemon game. Um, it is the first fucking Pokemon actual RPG game that we're getting on a console, and it looks beautiful, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So I like I'm just not gonna complain. Like people can be pissed off all they want because it's not what we expected and it's not it's so much different, but in my opinion it's a breath of fresh air. It's an RPG, it's a remake of my favorite generation, it's super nostalgic because I'm 22 years old and I grew up playing these games. And obviously it this is specific to me, this is from my point of view. Um But like I'm fucking hyped guys, and like if people don't like this, just I wait one more year, you're getting a new core, core series game in one year and it's probably going to be completely different and it's probably going to be everything you wanted with new characters, a new region, new Pokemon, same mechanics we're used to but like on, on the capabilities of the Switch so like if you're getting pissed off and flustered about all the new mechanics and everything and like even the character designs which at first I was a little bit turned off by, um, just wait a year, like it's going to be fine. It's just a great time to be a fan of Pokemon and if this isn't what you want um, like I said, just wait for Gen 8, but like, I, you gotta be stupid to not want to play this, even if you were excited for, for a next-gen game. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think it is gonna be only the first 151 Pokemon, aside from the new ones I got off, off on a tangent again. Um, because if all these Pokemon are in the overworld and they have all these, like, gorgeous 3D sprites for them and they're walking around and Pokemon are following you and everything like that, I don't think this game is going to have the capability to to portray all the thousand like over i'm pretty sure we're at over a thousand pokemon now i don't think it's going to be able to support all of that um which is why again the pokemon that you can transfer back and forth from switch to pokemon go are only kanto region pokemon which i think is it's a really good thing that they're really putting the focus on the first 151 pokemon and it's very nostalgic for me anyway and i think it'll be really really great for newcomers to the game like children that they're marketing to to really experience the roots of pokemon and the first 151 that came out and like they had such good 
designs and like I just miss when Pokemon was a little bit more simple and I love how it's really like badass now we have cool badass designs and like there's like white Kyurem, black Kyurem and they look really cool and there's like I don't know and the story is getting more intense but it's just this game looks so fun and lighthearted, and it's just it couldn't have come out better timing for the 20th anniversary of Pokemon Yellow and I'm super excited I know I keep saying that I am super fucking pumped um, so yeah, presumably, another thing that we realized from the trailer, as I'm breaking down the trailer, you will receive either Pikachu or Eevee as a gift, um, but just like in Pokemon Yellow, you will choose a Kanto starter, so you do see Bulbzor following you, um, in the trailer, and then there's other Pokemon following you later on, like, I'm pretty sure you see Nidoking, um, I'll have to rewatch it, but... Yeah, Pokemon do follow you, so we have not seen that mechanic since fucking, what, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and people have been wanting it back so bad, and like, every, what, every video on YouTube that I've watched from PokeTubers about, like, what we need in the next Pokemon game has, um, they've, they've all talked about that one integration where we want Pokemon following us, like, the first Pokemon in your party, like, make them pop up on screen and follow you behind you, like, that was so cool, and you could turn around and talk to them, and like, uh, it was just so, it was just such a cool addition to the game and attention to the detail and it's something that we've wanted back for a long time and now we're finally getting it with the original 151 Pokemon and it looks like we're getting it anyway. So it looks like even though Pikachu or Eevee are going to be chilling on your shoulder on your hat, you're still going to be able to take, I don't know if it's just your starter. No, it can't be just your starter because we got Nidoking. Um, I'm, I'm assuming the first Pokemon in your party is going to be appearing walking behind you and not only is that cool because we haven't had it since Heart Gold and Soul Silver, like the remakes of a Gen 2 game, um, like just the designs of the Pokemon look so good so it's going to be really really fun to play around with and go through all 151 Pokemon and see what they look like following behind you, like they look so damn good and we haven't had it since friggin Nintendo a DS game, not even 3DS, but a DS game, and now we're getting it on the Switch. So, I think that's something that a lot of fans missed, including myself, and I'm really, really excited for that. Um, one more thing, I already talked about it, but the Pokeball Plus accessory is kind of cool. I think kids are going to use it more than adults, and it's a little bit of a money grab. I don't know what the price is on it yet. But, and I think it'll be a little bit more practical just to use the Joy-Con because they both have sensors and if you're already playing with the Joy-Con, why would you switch out to a Pokeball to use when you already have a motion sensor in your hand, you know what I mean? Like, maybe just because it's, just because it's cool because you're actually holding a Pokeball and I think kids will find that more cool than adults and yada yada. But, um, so I thought it was a little bit of a money grab in that sense, and it's not very practical. Like I don't, I think everybody's gonna get like over the novelty of holding a Pokeball, and they're just gonna want to use the the Joy-Con because it's gonna be more convenient. But like, it's really cool that they actually made like a cool piece of technology that's interactive with the game, and you can take with you when you're not playing the game, even though you can already take the Switch with you because technically it's a handheld console too. Um, but yeah, to take a, a little cool piece of technology that actually does not look horrible, it looks like a Pokeball, and it's interactive with the game, I think that's really, really cool. I think that's gonna, it's gonna work really well, but again, I think it is a money grab, and I think it's gonna work better with children than it will adults. I think the, I think a lot of 
hardcore old school Pokemon fans that grew up playing Gen 1 are going to be super excited about playing this game, but they're not necessarily going to want to go buy that that Pokeball, you know what I mean? I think it's going to be more the kids who are going to want to, like, when they're not at home playing the game or when they're at school and they're not allowed to take out their Switch and play it, they're just going to have the ball with them and they're going to be able to interact with the, the Pokeball at school, wherever they are, wherever they're not able to play their game, and I think that's going to be, like, a really, it's going to be a cool feature. Um, one more thing, we're getting to the, near to the end of this podcast. I know it's very not structured. I'm going through random notes that I took as I was watching the trailer, but hopefully you guys are getting a lot of information from this. Um, I wish I could do a little bit more of a structured podcast, but I'm just, I'm letting, I'm getting really, really hyped (laughs) as you guys can hear and I'm letting the, the emotions get the better of me, but, uh, I'm trying to go through an order of the notes that I took and my, my notes are actually pretty organized, although... This podcast isn't so sorry about that but i'm trying to get through everything and i hope through as i'm reading through it right now i hope that we are getting through everything a couple other fan service moments in the trailer we did see um a dungeon we saw i'm pretty sure it looked like mount moon we saw team rocket is going to be making an appearance so there are probably going to be in within the main uh, story of the game there is going to be kind of like that dungeon fight in Mount Moon with Team Rocket and uh, Team Rocket boss battles and stuff like that and I think that's going to be really really fun. We saw Professor Oak uh, which is really cool and it's the first iteration in the game of Professor Oak that actually looks like the anime Oak and it looks less like the game design and like I found like especially when you're playing Pokemon Fire Red or whatever like if Oak popped up in in a game I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a Ken Sugimori design but the Professor Oak from the game, the design, even though it was like a colored manga image and they could have made it very similar to the anime, there was a strong contrast from the the game Oak uh, from another universe to the TV anime Oak, which you can even see in the Pokemon Origins anime that Professor, Oak's look, Professor Oak looks completely different, like much in, much in the way that Pokemon Trainer Red looks a lot different from Ash, although they're, like, they're not the same character they're from different universes one is from the anime universe one is from the game universe but like i always found that even though there's two oaks there was the game oak who looked much different from the anime oak and i find this time around maybe because they're trying to market to kids who are growing up watching the pokemon anime on tv they made the game oak look very 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 similar to the anime oak so it doesn't there's like I feel like that contrast has gone at this point maybe because it's chibi and they're trying to make it more cartoony and they have less leeway for the design in that in that sense but the yeah the design for Professor Oak I thought it was really cool he looked like straight up like he hopped um out of the tv anime and just turned into a three-dimensional chibi form and that's him uh last thing I'm going to talk about that we saw in the trailer is that customization was introduced for Eevee and Pikachu and I don't I don't think you're going to be able to do it for any other Pokemon I think it's just Eevee and Pikachu but you can play around with them give them outfits you can give them even your outfits so like Eevee and Pikachu can wear like your shirt and your hat and I think that's really cool and that's going to be very fun and interactive and I'm definitely going to give either Eevee or Pikachu an outfit depending on which version of the game I get um but because it is a remake of a very story driven not story driven but a very like the game it's a remake of a game where the story is set in stone and um 
they're already going a little bit outside the box in the sense that you can create a female character, and I think it would be fucking sexist if you couldn't. But like, in the original game, there was no female character. You were straight up Pokemon Trainer Red. And maybe... Maybe you're not Pokemon Trainer Red this time. And I don't know who the girl would be. Like I said, like, there's that leak that talks about how Red, red and Blue are going to play roles in the game, separate, blah blah blah, whatever. Um... But yeah, they already have not only a, a male protagonist, which looks like Red, but another female protagonist. So that's already a little bit outside the box from from the original uh, game. But for that reason, I think they're going to stay true to the original game in the sense that you're only going to be able to play as that character. And I don't think you're going to be able to customize it in the way that you're able to customize your character in Pokemon X and Y and in Sun and Moon. Um, because leading up to X and Y, I feel like every generation had their, their very defined, um, protagonists, you know what I mean? Like you had the Pokemon trainers that were named after the colored version of the game or whatever, and then they were always very defined and they fit up, like with the exception of Pokemon Black and White, the female counterpart to the protagonist was always, uh, Ash's companion in the anime. And then they switched up that formula in black and white for some reason. But, um... Yeah, and then X, in X and Y, the female... Uh... Sorry, I can't talk. In X and Y, the, uh... Female protagonist initially looked a lot like Serena from the anime, but then you can completely change her around and make her look like your own character. You can make her look like you, change her, give her a haircut, hair color, like, everything, whatever. And I think this game is gonna stay true to the character, and um, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think be, because of the fact that you're able to customize Pikachu and Eevee, I don't think you're gonna be able to customize your your core character. So that's it for the trailer breakdown and the information that we've gotten from the game. Lastly, to finish it, I just have a couple quotes that I'm gonna read um, from the website, and I want to talk about the multiplayer really quick. So. A website quote is um, from the official Pokemon US website. They say, Bring the experience of a classic Pokemon RPG to the Nintendo Switch. The gameplay that is easily approachable to newcomers to the series, but it is also deep enough to keep veteran trainers on their toes. So like I said, I think they're really marketing this game towards kids with the integration of Pokemon Go and with the chibi art style and how like it looks like very f like a friendly atmosphere and it looks like less dark like the past couple of pokemon games have had kind of dark stories and i think this is just going to be very lighthearted and fun and it's going to integrate the go mechanic and the big the big focus is going to be on catching pokemon and the two mascots of the games are not these like big badass legendaries for once like they're eevee and pikachu and they're really trying to market eevee as um as the as a new mascot of uh, of Pokemon, clearly, and he's very very marketable in that sense because he's very very cute. A lot of people are fans of Eevee because he has an evolution in every type. Like he he probably has at least one evolution that appeals to everybody, and his base form is just really cute. So yeah, that's that. Um, but yeah, also they're trying to market it towards the the fans of the original games obviously because they could have easily done a core series game that was like cute and friendly like this um but they decided to remake gen 1 so they're trying to capture the interest of of the older pokemon fans that ended up playing gen 1 
like myself. Like my first ever Pokemon game was Pokemon Silver on the Game Boy Color. But obviously after I played Silver, I went back and I played the Gen 1 games immediately after. Like the order that I played was Pokemon Silver and then Pokemon Red and then Pokemon Yellow. And then uh, between that time period is when Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire came out. And, and then I've played every game since. Um, on another note, they did introduce in the trailer, I forgot to talk about this in the trailer breakdown, they introduced multiplayer. So there is a co-op multiplayer function where you can battle Pokemon and catch Pokemon together. And it looks really, really cool. Like there's a girl who shakes her, I, I think her mom comes into the bedroom while she's playing her game and then she grabs the, the other Joy-Con controller that's not being used because like I said, you only use one Joy-Con controller to play the game. Uh, the mom gives the second Joy-Con controller a shake and then a second character pops up in the game and they're running around together like it's a co-op and I think that's really really cool and they're really trying to make it like a family friendly like you can really connect with your friends with this game and it's not like there's always been like the, the connectivity with Pokemon like even since Game Boy Color where you can get your your cable cords and you can trade Pokemon and battle Pokemon and I remember sitting in my friend's backyard with a Game Boy Color and we connect them with that old shitty cord and you had to be like a foot away from each other and it was so annoying but it was so fun and um, and it took so long to load which is funny but now we're gonna be connecting via Bluetooth and Wi-Fi so it'll go quick but just connectivity with Pokemon has always been there and I think it's really cool that for the first time we can not only interact by trading Pokemon with battling against each other now we're actually able to within the same game um, play play co-op and that's something that's that's gonna be a breath of fresh air and there's gonna be so many all the poketubers right now are probably going fucking nuts because the amount of content that they're gonna be able to create and do collabs with each other like the amount of collaborations on YouTube between poketubers is gonna be insane and like there's so many collaborations already where they play side by side on their own games and they're not necessarily co-op but they go through the exact same story at the exact same time and like either race to the finish or like do like deadlock nuzlocks whatever you call them um but this time they're going to be able to play the game from start to finish probably uh cooperatively and that's going to be huge that's super super exciting especially for them and i'm excited to watch uh some of those videos and see how they turn out um, so yeah, last thing I'm gonna read to you guys before I go, because it's getting pretty long, I've been sitting here for 40 minutes now, is the quote regarding multiplayer off of the Pokemon website. So, Pokemon quotes that the games will also have a two-player simultaneous play, so you can take, you can take the journey with a friend. And there's a deep connection between Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Go, which we discussed earlier. So fans of the hit mobile game can find even more joy, or even find even more to enjoy. So finally, the last quote before I leave you guys: Pokemon Let's Go Poke, or Let's Go Pikachu, and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee also feature two-player simultaneous play. By sharing one of the Joy-Con controllers with a partner, two players can adventure at the same time, just like I said. So throw Pokeballs together. When you encounter a Pokemon to boost your chances of successfully catching them. So that's pretty cool that when you're playing co-op, if you both throw together, it boosts your chance of catching. Um, or have a friend lend a hand by joining you in battles against trainers in your game. So notice, like I said, I think all of the catching is going to be through the Pokemon Go mechanic. 
I, I'm not sure if you're gonna have battles with wild Pokemon like your Pokemon against the wild Pokemon. I think it's strictly gonna be a first person catching experience. And because this quote does say that your friend can lend a hand in joining you in battles against trainers. So I think the battles are gonna be strictly trainer against trainer. I don't think you're gonna battle wild Pokemon. I do think all of the catching in the game is just gonna involve you throwing in a first person view a Pokeball and hoping you catch them and it's gonna have all the mechanics of Pokemon Go. And it's cool, it's different. It's a like if you're pissed, eat a bag of dicks. Like it's a fucking it's a spin-off game. Like you're gonna have fun with the game that comes out in 2019 anyway. I'm sure they're gonna get back to the roots in 2019. This is them taking an adventure that everybody knows and loves, reintroducing it to the new fans of Pokemon, and putting a spin on it so that it's not like, we don't want a Gen 1 remake that's strictly the exact same as Gen 1 with Switch graphics. Like, I'm really, really happy that they're going outside the box and doing something new with this. Um, and then I'm sure, like they did something new with Pokemon Sun and Moon, but they also stayed true to the roots through the battling mechanics, through with the exception of Z-moves. Um, with the Elite Four at the end, with, like, the story from start to finish, like, Pokemarts, Poke like, Pokemon Centers, like, everything... Although it's innovative every year and they introduce new mechanics into the game, it's never been a change this big and I think the fact that they're taking a, a game that we know and love and adding like big innovative changes into it and then calling it a spin-off game and then reintroducing an actual core game next year, I think that's the smartest thing they've ever could have done because like let's say you're a fan of gen 1 and you fucking hate the mechanics and you don't want to touch this game and like you're getting super upset that's fine they're not getting like pokemon go is or pokemon yellow is never going to leave you can get it on the digital store if you want to stay true to the original pokemon yellow do that and play pokemon yellow wait for the new next gen game to come out um if you want to experience something new and innovative and play through a story with characters you know and love and that you grew up with fucking 20 years ago and uh and you want to experience a breath of fresh air like with new hd graphics and like it looks gorgeous like this is something that really appeals to both newcomers and old fans of the game such as myself and i can't be more excited so i'm gonna leave on that note and i want to know what you guys think so interact with me like i said on social media you can follow me at major league annie one on twitter uh, tweet at me what you think about this podcast, about the game. Let me know if I missed anything, if there's any like big details that I forgot to talk about. I'm pretty sure I, even if it wasn't like structured in order, I'm pretty sure I mentioned at least everything. Um, or you can follow me on Instagram, um, ml at ml.anime, or just search Major League Anime on Instagram. And uh, let me know what you guys thought. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you in the next one.